Hey guys, what's up? It's Sophie and Seth from Nerfers 101. And today we're going to welcome you back to the Sophie Lightning podcast, shooting the foam with Sophie Lightning. Just a reminder, this is a BPN podcast. For more content like this, head to bpntoday.com. Today I'm joined by a very special co-host, my younger brother, Seth. Please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Seth, Sophie's uh, little brother. <laughs> so Seth <laughs> is awesome. He's been here for most of my Nerf journey, so I felt it was fitting to have him on the podcast. Today's topic is tier listing Nerf series. So if you don't know much about Nerf series, you're going to learn a lot today. And we're going to use the tier list that goes S, A, B, C, D, F. Yes. So if you guys are familiar with that, it's pretty popular on YouTube right now, making tier lists, so yeah. that's today's topic. Today's topic, yes. Alright, the first thing we're going to look at are the OG Nerf Blasters, and I'm not just saying that because I don't know the name, that's literally the name of the series, Original Nerf. So all of these blasters were powered completely by air, where basically you would put in this big green ball, pump it, and then, boop, you have the ball come out. <laughs> so we got to figure out where to put this on the tier list. I think that there's an element of vintageness here. Yeah, so the vintageness brings up the tier, I would say, because you're not expecting amazing performance from a blaster from the 1990s. Yeah, it even dates back to started in 83. 83, so before both of us were born. By a lot, yeah. By a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, so with that vintageness in mind, I don't think that the blasters are great. Yeah, the blast blasters kind of suck, but... The way that they look is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I would say, for me, a B or a C. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the B here just B, because yeah. of its vintage and it kind of paved the way for a lot of blasters that we have today. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you showed up to a Nerf War nowadays with one of those... You would you would be in some trouble. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up is an absolute classic, Max Force 2112. Seth didn't know these existed. They're blasters that are shaped like animals. They are beautiful. <laughs> they are the most elegant thing I think I've ever be- bear witness to. Yeah. yeah, I'd say they're the most 90s thing I've ever yeah. seen in my yeah. life. No, they're beautiful. <laughs> so um, I have had the privilege of using some of these blasters. You get about 10 feet <laughs> ranges, uh, but... Although they're gimmicky, they actually had some really unique and cool features, like, to look like the animals. They also performed like the animals in some ways, like, the way that they opened up. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of feeling a C or a D. Yeah, performance-wise, I would say F, but, like, <laughs> for the beauty that you get given, I'm giving it A+. Yeah, and they're, they're really rare nowadays, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, overall, I would say about a B or a C. I'm gonna go with- I think we're gonna have to go with a C on this one. Yeah. I mean, you got the OG ones that have the same amount of power. Yeah. So I feel like they could've increased the power a little bit. Yeah. I'm just saying, they're beautiful ones. (laughs) Yes, I'm obsessed with them. I would frame that on my wall and just be like, Welcome to my home! Over there you see my dinosaur blaster. Yeah, the commercials are a piece of art too. Oh, they are. They are absolutely beautiful. I love them. Alright, so final score for Max Force 2112. C. C. Yep. For sure. All right, next up from the early 2000s, actually starting the year I was born, 2000, we have the AirTech series. So these were play on the OG blasters with advanced internals. Same idea, you pump it up, get the pressure going in the air tank, and then let it blast. 
I mean, overall for me, they kind of lose the vintage value, but they're like newer. They don't look as cool as the OG ones. Um, and they also, they're horrible for range and accuracy and everything. I mean, what do you expect for That's a, a little brutal from the 2000s? I think the only saving grace for me is the pressure gauge. That's like the coolest part. But for me, I would give it a D. So you're a little bit more tough on the blasters than I am, because I actually think that they perform decently well. You know, 30 feet is actually pretty good for 2,000. And uh, I do love the pressure gauge as well. But I'm not saying it's an S or an A either, but I feel like a D is a little harsh. I mean... Think about the secret strike. But they, they lose the, like... Okay, so the secret strike... Okay, that that's a pretty beautiful blaster. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. It should go a little lower because this kind of feels ridiculous when you're in a Nerf war to pump it up That's 15 what, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes forever to pump it up. You're like, hold on, don't shoot me. I gotta pump up my blaster yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking with D. I mean... Alright, we can put it in D just because of that reload time is ridiculous. It's kind of abysmal, yeah. Yeah, if someone comes out at you with a max force you're dinosaur, sad, you're yeah. done. You're yeah. done. <laughs> All right, next up, starting in 2003, we have the Endstrike series. A, a teardrop just formed. Yeah. These are so nostalgic for me. These were the blasters when I was a kid. They literally paved the way for all the blasters we have today. Yep. The Long Strike. Oh, the most beautiful blaster ever made was in the Endstrike series. The Stampede, the Falcon, the Maverick. The most recognizable nerf blaster ever. Yeah. I mean... For the nostalgia alone, you get an A. No, I'm going with S. S, yeah. I mean, super tiered, the highest possible score. We both grew up with these blasters, and they just represent our childhood, basically. And I feel like Nerf was really, like, confined to these air pressure blasters, and they really got to expand all the way. We had a belt-fed blaster, mag-fed blasters, battery-operated. I love the Vulcan. Yeah. Snipers, the long shot. The Longshot's barrel had a blaster. Yeah. Customizability. Dude, these blasters were just... They were revolutionary. I, I completely agree with that. And they actually were re-released last year as the Icon series. So yeah. if you uh, if you like any of those, you can still get them today at Target, which I am obsessed with the fact yeah. that they're re-released. Yeah. They're, they're really beautiful blasters. and Yeah. I mean, they, they don't have the best performance, but yeah. they're the, fantastic. The value they have to us is... Unmatched. Yes, so. unmatched value. I love that. Yeah. S. S tier. All right, next up is the Dart Tag series. Just for those of you who do not know, the Dart Tag series were darts with Velcro on the top that would actually stick to these vests so you would knew if you got hit because the dart would stick to you. They actually had a full-on Dart Tag competition for like 10 grand in Florida. I was too young to compete. Uh, and I think Seth and I are going to fight about this one. So, yeah, I mean... Overall, these blasters power were back to like the 1990s. They weren't really good. That's harsh. The blasters kind of were bad. I mean, oh. you had some awesome ones, like the one that would go on the rail. Of yeah. Blaster. I love that. I like the dart design. Um, it was always fun to be able to have your dart stick to things. Um, I mean, Nerf really stepped it up when they added the suction cup darts, but... That's in the future. Well, no, suction darts actually were out before that. Oh, really? And then brought back to life, basically. Oh, okay, okay. Well, my, so my two quarrels with the dart tagline were that over time the darts, after pulling them oh, off, they would fall apart. I know. Yeah, the Velcro would always fall off, and they were really expensive. And there was a lot of blasters that you're saying, yeah, they jammed yeah, a lot. They jammed a lot. They were kind of sad. They had a really cool factor to them, like the 
the way they looked was really cool, their design was fun, new. Um, overall, I would give it a D or an E. Um, not my favorite blasters. I didn't really play with them that much when I was growing up. Uh, they don't have as much of a place in my heart as Entrick, <laughs> so... Genuinely, if Nerf re-released Dart Tag today, with updated internals, better darts, and, you know, like, a competition again, it would get an S for me. Oh, yeah. No, it would be really good if they did that, but I don't think Nerf is in the position to do that currently, so, sadly, they likely are not. I know, but I would just genuinely love to see that. Yeah. Nerf, if you're listening, please bring Dart Tag back. Yes. Uh, but for the OG Dart Tag, I'll go with a D. Yeah, D. D, D sounds we'll fair. We'll meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. All right, fair. Alright, next up is the N-Force series, and I want to share a quick story before we get into it. So N-Force were the melee weapons, such as like the hatchet, the swords, the shields. Seth and I were in Cape Cod when we first got the Nerf swords from the N-Force series. Yeah. We got so many bruises that weekend. But honestly, <laughs> these bruises were awesome. Yeah. They were so much fun to get. I mean, we were kids. <laughs> What do you expect? But it was so much fun to play with. But I think that's generally going to affect my tier list because these things hurt. No, they did. They had a solid plastic core <laughs> surrounded in foam. And if you weren't really trying to go for some uh, some damage, you could smack to them real hard with it. It would hurt real bad. Yeah, and I love them. Yeah, I think that they, they are awesome. They a special place in my heart. <laughs> a lot of these do. <laughs> Huh? A lot of these do for you. Uh, and strike and uh, uh, and force. Yeah. yeah, but I mean the fact that they could actually hurt someone. I mean, and then you remember the good old days in Gardner when we would be on the trampoline with these things. And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's so many good memories that come with them that they get up to an A for me. I mean, they're genuinely fun. They're sought after nowadays, too. Yeah, if you have, yeah. like, a crisp sword line around, yeah. you could get a lot of money for it, but too. But they kind of fell apart after a while. I mean... The tips would fall off. Tips would fall off. If you had a dog, <laughs> the swords would be gone. But, I mean, overall... Overall, they were amazing. And I, I think them. they should bring these back, too. <laughs> I agree. Maybe. But I don't know. I think they would get lawsuits now when <laughs> so... With all these Karens around. Yeah, with all the Karens. Yeah, I, I don't think it, it warrants an S, but I'll give it an A, too. I'll give it an A, yeah. A? A. Perfect. All right, next up, 2011, the best year of Nerf, in my opinion. This is my favorite line out of all the lines of Blaster. We're already going to give it an S, but we'll explain why. Yeah. This yeah. is the Vortex series, which shot those small green frisbee-like discs. Oh, I oh. miss them so much. Let's just say how awesome these were. They, I really wish they made a comeback. Yeah, so they did try to re-release them in 2018, and it just failed miserably, yeah. to my understanding. But uh, I, I, I adore these blasters. They ricocheted, yeah, which was so fun. We used to play in the pop-up, yeah, and we would do around-the-corner shots with them. Yeah, the ricochet on these were so much fun. You could get such cool trick shots if you laid them on like the side. Mm-hmm. You could have the darts roll. Um, I mean, I remember Christmas morning getting the biggest one with the huge yeah, the pyragon, the pyragon, yeah. And it was just, like, pure joy to play with these. I mean, out of all, these are my favorite Nerf Blasters. They mark my favorite point in my childhood. Oh. Um, and being able to play with them. Like, overall, 
they're S tier no matter what for me. You can't change my mind. So, <laughs> well, good thing I completely agree. Uh, I, like I said, I had so much fun with these two. We used to have those Nerf wars in the pop up every weekend, basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we would film trick trick shots with them. And the way that they flew f- through the air was just so just, cool. They were such awesome blasters. They are my favorite all time. Nothing could ever replace them for me. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, Vortex going on S. Next up from 2013, we have the Mega Series. <laughs> yeah, there's some um, disagreement with this one. <laughs> I wish you could see Sus's face right now. He is not pleased when I said Mega. Um, so, a little backstory. First Mega Blaster I got was a Centurion Sniper. It broke within two... Instantly. Yeah, within two, two darts firing through it. But... One bad blaster doesn't dictate the whole series. Okay, I know. But they had a really horrible start with that Centurion. <laughs> and it, it really ruined a lot of it for me. And, like, these big, bulky Mega Darts that just fell apart so easily. But I, they're actually so fun, though. They whistle through the air. No, they have some fun. But, I mean, I would take a bow and arrow, a zing bow and arrow over that any day with those big arrows. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they really never function too well. So I disagree. Until nowadays. Nowadays, the Mega Blasters are pretty good, but... Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Mega's still around. They're actually releasing the Motor Strike soon, which is the first battery-operated Mega Blaster, MagFed. So I'm really excited for that. I think that that will yeah. change things a bit. Um, but I mean, I see what you're saying. For me, they jam a lot. Yeah, they would destroy the darts yeah. by themselves if you loaded it a centimeter off of how you should have, your dart would be gone. And these darts are super expensive. Yeah, the dart... I, I get that, I get that. Sometimes you would load it, and then you would fire, and the head would fall off of the dart, and you'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, and they had a lot less power to me, honestly. What? Yeah, no, they'd go a lot less. I mean, you have a heavier projectile, what do you expect? I don't feel... They should have upgraded the spring more on them, hmm. I think. I think that they're actually pretty powerful. I mean, all we right. all have disagreements, but... We'll disagree, but we gotta I, pick I a spot. about D. <gasps> I was gonna say B. B? So C. 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 Yeah. C's the average. Yeah. But if this was my tier list, it would be much higher, honestly. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just can't willingly let it go higher than C. Okay. All right, next up is an F. An F. No matter what, nothing can change my mind about this. This is gonna be probably the only F. Yeah. We are talking about nerf... Rebel. Rebel A? I never even knew yeah. how to pronounce no, it. No, it just... It was horrible. It was just reskins of blasters. And they were marketed to girls, but it just... It didn't make any sense. Because why would it have to be marketed to girls? Girls could play with any Nerf blaster. Yeah, so I was like... their own specific line, like... Yeah, I was about 13 when these came out, and they were actually in the Barbie section, not in the Nerf yeah. section. They were pink blasters. They would come with bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, like, I have no problem with trying to be inclusive to females. Like, I oh, think that that's awesome. That's, uh, yeah, that's great. But we don't have boy blasters. No. They're just no, blasters. They're, they're unisex. Yeah. And I think Nerf is, like, one of the most unisex toy brands until... Rebel. Rebel. They... It unintentionally segregated their brand. For, for a period of time. For I a agree. period yeah. of time, yeah. But, uh, the blasters themselves were uncomfortable. They were uncomfortable, they were ugly. They fired well, but they were just elite. They weren't like special or new. No, they're just reskinned. They were reskinned. Um 
But yeah, I just I can't vibe with that marketing. No. Can't vibe with it. It, it was actually pretty sexist, honestly. <laughs> I think that's a little harsh, but it's it's just like really uh, enforcing those stereotypes that yeah. we have. Like pink is girls, and girls can only play with pink Nerf blasters. I think there was around the time when um, Elite came out too. So yeah, the next you had the blue Elite blasters and then the pink Rebel blasters. It really segregated the brand, and it kind of hurt honestly because it's such a unisex brand and. Segregating it like that just was so unnecessary. Yeah, I didn't know a single girl who was like, I don't like Nerf, and then they saw a pink plaster and said, oh, I like Nerf now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But I get the idea. We all make mistakes. We forgive you, Nerf. Yeah. All right. Next up is Elite, which started in 2012, still is around today, still popping, still as popular as ever. We actually have the Elite 2.0 now. Well, let's talk about the original Elite. What are your thoughts, Seth? So this has a similar place as Mega, in my mind. What? I'm flabbergasted. At least the original ones. All of them were good. No, they were all good. It's just they had some serious downfalls. What? Give me two. The elite darts would fall apart just like the Mega darts. Okay. I don't know if it was a difference about the construction, like they changed something, but they seemed a lot less durable than the Enstrike darts. I mean, the Enstrike darts did not work well, but they skated together. Um, these elite darts, the blasters would jam all the time. I mean, Enstrike would too, but I don't know. It definitely is better than Mega. Um, I don't think it has the same nostalgia for me, because right when this came out, I was kind of moving away from Nerf. I wasn't as interested in it once they killed off Vortex. So I never really played as much with these. Genuinely for me though, these from this series came some of my favorite blasters, though. The Elite Alpha Trooper, the Retaliator, and the Raven. But now that I'm saying it out loud, I realize literally all three of those are Elite reskins of Endstrike blasters. Yeah. The original Alpha Trooper, the original yeah. Recon. Yep. <laughs> um, the Triad, though, rocks. The Triad was great. Okay, and I think Elite is awesome. Yeah, Honestly, no, that's cool. the second best series, in my opinion, that you can like buy for competitive play right now. Yeah. Besides Rattle. Well, and Accustrike. And Accustrike. Alright, so, yeah, I don't think it deserves an S. No, I, I'd say an A. Let's give it an A, yeah. Give it an A. Alright, next up, Soulby Strike, Sophie's second fave. Reskin Elite Blasters. It's not all! That's so unfair. There's a bunch of really unique, cool Zombie Strike Blasters. The details on these blasters impeccable. There's a whole storyline on the back of the boxes that you can follow. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, again, I was starting to move away from Nerf when this really came out. I wasn't as interested in it as Sophie was, so I'm a lot less knowledgeable when it comes to this. Um, overall, the blasters work well. They're just like elite blasters. Um, yeah, they are essentially elite blasters, but I don't know, I just love the detailing on them so The detail much. is great. Um, I'm not really a fan of the bright neon green. Mm. Um, kind of hard to look at, but... <laughs> so harsh! I love the green! I'm just voicing my opinion Yeah, yeah, you voice it, you um, voice it. <laughs> so personally, I love the Zombie Strike line, as I mentioned. Um, it's, they're all made to look like some kids were in a garage and they assembled blasters with tape and tools and chainsaws, and I love that idea. It's, it's honestly such a cool design. Um, 
really was like a branch out for Nerf because they never really had a storyline or these complex complexities to their blasters. Yeah. Um, and it, it really brought something new to the table. Um, but overall, they in a Nerf War setting, they're just elite blasters. Yeah, for sure. But they're still around today, which has to stand for something. They're still successful. So I'm going to say an A. I would say about an A or a B. Yeah. All right, I'm going to veto you and put an A. Okay. <laughs> All right, next up, Rivals. Oh, Rivals. The game changer. Exactly. Um, Rival got me back into Nerf. Period. Um, they're the most accurate, most powerful blasters of all. They rock. They are amazing. I have no critiques. No critiques. Honestly. They're an S. Besides the dirt price. Yeah, but that's just normal. Yeah. They gotta be an S. These yeah. blasters, the Percy's, the literally the best nerf blaster ever made in my rips. opinion. It rips. It, it is so fun. Eight rounds a second. So powerful. I mean, this really branched out nerf from a child's brand to more of a teenager. I love that. Yeah, I totally agree. Rival for me was like, okay, I'm a teenager, and now we have Rival, so it's more competitive, and I'm going to still keep doing this. Exactly. Uh, Rival's so, so fun, and yeah, like we said, the box on the, the age on the box is 14 and up, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like versus that eight and up. Yeah. It's like the older kid's toy. It's it's so awesome. It it really got me back into Nerf, because like, you know, once you're getting older, you're like, you want to do other things, you want to play video games. Uh, just bike around and stuff, but overall, Nerf really made a comeback with Rival, and I really appreciate it, so I'm putting that in S. Yeah, and Nerf, there's other companies now that do make, like, Rival-like blasters, but yeah. Nerf was the first company to do this, and I think it was really revolutionary for blasters in general, and uh, I just love, I love Rival. Yeah. Yes. And Alright, next up, released in 2015, Modulus. <laughs> So the Modulus series, for those of you that don't know, is very similar to the Elite, except they had this whole new level of customizability. They came out with so many attachments, so many scopes, stocks, barrels, grips, lights, everything. I mean, yeah, they were fun blasters. They came with more things to add on. They were really similar to Elite blasters. Um, what really brings it up for me is their reskin of the entry long shot. Strike? Long strike, yeah. Yeah, the long strike. Did I say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah long strike. Sorry. I, the modulus yeah. long strike is sick. Yeah. Uh, that was like the best decision Nerf ever made, in my opinion. No, not really, but yeah. I do love the long that was, strike. That was the best part of the modulus line. That's really funny. For me, the best part is is that level of customizability, creating all these really cool combos that were just insane. They were just fun for pictures, but nothing else, really. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I like the color scheme a lot, too. I love the color scheme. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they are reskins mostly of Elite Blasters, so I wouldn't put it... Like Coop says, everything's a jolt reskin, so you can't really be upset about reskins. No, absolutely not. But I think that makes it go from an A to a B. Yeah, I would say. Alright, let's put it as a B. Alright, next up, Nitro. (laughs) Nitro. This was released in 2017. (laughs) Okay. So these were blasters that fired small foam cars. These were a huge step in a different direction for Nerf. I don't think they did very well. No. I don't see them anymore. <laughs> no. <clears throat> um, they were fun, though. To it an extent. Was, 
it wasn't like I'm gonna go shoot my friend with a car. It was yeah. I'm gonna fire this car on the ground and it will roll fast. If I was six again, I would love these. Yeah, because um, like Hot Wheels cars were my favorite, but at the age we're at, they're mm, eh, yeah. I, I have really no use for them, but I did give a couple to like that two year old, three year old. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he absolutely loves them. Yeah. So, I mean, my favorite part about them was just pressing in that um, switch with, like, a piece of tape that you had to press when you fired it on the bottom. Yeah. And then you could shoot them at your friends and stuff. I mean... Yep. We don't recommend that. We don't. But that was (laughs) the best part for me. Like, I mean, with any blaster like that, you're going to want to make your own changes to it, right? Yeah. And obviously, like... This was a step in a different direction. We're not the target demographic, but I'm still going to give it a D. D. Yeah. D? D. All right. All right. Next up is AccuStrike. So for those of you who know me well, you know my go-to dart is the AccuStrike dart. I love them, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I genuinely believe that the AccuStrike darts fly better. The blasters are identical to Elite, except that they're all orange. Yeah. Um, The blasters aren't really anything for me, but the darts really bring it up to an A. Yeah, the AccuStrike darts are in a lot of ways a game changer, in my opinion. They fire more accurate. Like, truly, they do. It's not just like a box gimmick. So I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, Like I said, I use AccuStrike darts as my primary ammo type. The blasters are like, meh. There were some good ones. But uh, mostly I'm just here for the darts. Yeah. But the blasters come along with the darts, so we're going to give it an A or a B? I don't know. Um, what are you thinking? I'd say an A. A? All right, yeah. let's put it in A. Last but not least, we have the release just this year, or earlier this year, 2019 actually, at the end of 2019, Nerf Ultra, which announced a brand new type of dart, brand new blasters. I competed personally in the Nerf Ultra 1 competition in New York City, which was a lot of fun. Uh, So far, Seth and I have had our hands on two of the five released blasters, and I don't think that that's enough to make an opinion, but Seth still wanted to put it in the list, so here we are. I mean, I wouldn't buy more. Whoa! Harsh. Um, I love the Ultra 5. Yeah. You didn't even use it much. I like the Ultra 2. Okay, but so... they all are pretty unreliable. I genuinely like the Ultra, like, 2, 3, and 4. Or 5. The 1... Yeah. ...is a bit sad. Let's just not talk about the 1, really. But I, I, I actually really like the other ones. I don't see a big change in performance... Based no. on the darts, nothing I, crazy. They're really expensive, also. They're a little bit expensive, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's uh, it's still a baby. If we I guess. let's I say we had to, let's say we had a tier list mega when we just had the centurion, it would be an F. Yeah. But instead, we put mega as a C. So. Well, but. All right. So clearly, Seth and I have some differing opinions. I think we're gonna compromise and put it as a C. Fair. Fair. Okay. Alright, so now we get to do the best part, which is go through our tier list. So, on F, we have Rebel. On D, we have Air, Tech, Dart Tag, and Nitro. At C, we have the Max 2112, Mega, and Ultra. At B, we have the OG Blasters from the 80s and the Modulus. A, we have Enforce, Elite, Zombie Strike, and AccuStrike. And at the top of the list, the S tier. The best blaster lines of all time, in our opinion, the top three blaster lines of all time are Endstrike, Vortex, and Rival! <laughs> no surprise there with the Rival, for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to episode two. Like I said, if you want more content, head to bpntoday.com. Podcast number three coming out soon. If you guys liked having Seth as a co-host, let me know. Maybe we'll invite him back on another episode. I want to personally thank Seth, my brother, for joining me today. You're very welcome. I uh, appreciate you joining me. I appreciated your commentary. I think you kept the mood light and uh, got very technical. Sometimes I don't get technical enough, so I appreciate that. And uh, I hope everyone listening has a fantastic rest of their day. Sophie Lightning, signing off. This is a BPN podcast. For more content like this, head to bpntoday.com.